Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending from where you are listening to this podcast. My name is Elga Menis, and I welcome you to the Bible Studies of Powerhouse Ministries International. In this episode, we are going to cover the subject, God's Plan for Salvation. Your question may be, why is salvation needed? Why do I need salvation? And if so, where do I need salvation from? You may think, aren't we all good people? I may have done a few bad things here and there, or we have made a few bad choices, but overall, we are good people. Most of us believe that we are good, because even when we've done something wrong, our intentions or motives were mostly not bad, or we didn't mean for certain things to happen. Or it can be, when we've done something wrong, that we compare our faults to the ones around us, and compared to them, we are doing pretty fine. But God will compare the bad things, which are called sin by the way, God will compare them to His standards. According to His standards, we all have sinned. The Bible tells us in Romans 3, verse 23 and 24, I'm reading from the NCV version, Everyone has sinned and fallen short of God's glorious standard, and all need to be made right with God by His grace, which is a free gift. They need to be made free from sin through Jesus Christ. In this Bible verse, uh, it shows us very clearly that everyone has sinned and fell short of the glory of God. You may think to yourself, when or how have I done that? I will answer that question right now. In the Bible, Exodus 20 to be precise, God told the prophet Moses to take two tablets because on it, God was going to write His standards. We call them the Ten Commandments. We call them the Ten Laws of God. The first one, you shall have no idols before me. The second one, you shall not make idols. Third, you shall not take the name of the Lord in vain. Four, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Five, honor your father and your mother. Six, you shall not murder. 7. You shall not commit adultery. 8. You shall not steal. 9. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. 10. You shall not covet. After hearing these 10 commandments, you may have a better understanding of what God defines as sin. Maybe you can identify yourself in the following. You may have stolen a little piece of chocolate when you were younger out of your mom's closet, which is considered stealing by God. Or maybe you cussed out your parents because you were very angry at them or you spoke negatively about them behind their backs, which is considered not honoring your parents. Or maybe in your adult life you are lying about certain things, which is considered bearing a false witness against your neighbor. These are the examples of how we all sinned and fell short of the glory of God. 
When we violate the law in the country that we live in, we need to appear in court. The judge will decide your punishment according to the measure of your violation, big or small, the judge will make a decree. It's the same way when it comes to the law of God. But there's a difference with God. Yes, he is a righteous God. And yes, he is a righteous judge. But he doesn't want to punish us. Matter of fact, he made a way for us so that we can be free. Isn't that amazing news? I want us to go back to the same scripture, Romans 3. But this time, let's take a look at verse 24 to see what it says. And all need to be made right with God by His grace, which is a free gift. They need to be made free from sin through Jesus Christ. It tells us not only that God doesn't want to punish us, but it tells us the way that God made a way for us to be free. The first one is by His grace which is a free gift. That means that you don't have to pay for it or work for it for three years to earn it or perform for it. The grace of God, His mercies, the forgiveness of sin is ready for you when you accept Jesus Christ. The second way for us to be free is through Jesus Christ, as I just mentioned, the Son of God, whom paid the price for us so that we can be free. The Bible tells us the following about him. God so loved the world. God so loved you and I that he sent his only begotten son to die for us. That whoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I want to encourage you to believe in the son of God, Jesus Christ. And if you have already made that choice to continue in doing so. Because if you do so, you will not perish, but have everlasting life. This is not just something that I am saying, but it is God's promise through his holy word. Jesus Christ paid the price for us so that not only we will receive everlasting life, but also did he close the gap between us and the Father. When we were still living in sin, Our sins separated us from God. But now that we have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, through believing in Him, we are reconciled to the Father. And we can have fellowship with Him. Isn't that amazing? I want to encourage you to stay very close to the Father. In the next episode, we will continue this subject. For now, I want to thank you for listening. God bless you all.